All right, let's do this. It's America time. It's America time. We are recording the extra special super America extravaganza. Extravaganza. Extravaganza episode of And Rob's Your Uncle. So this is a special episode. It's America's birthday. Yesterday was America's birthday. (laughs) Well, depending on when I get it out. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how to start this show. What do you mean? I well, mean, uh, do you figure that we start it? The, have we done the intro already? I guess we did. When I was yelling about the extravaganza. Oh, all right. This is a disclaimer about your uncle Rob. Sometimes he's got good ideas. Sometimes he's a goofball. Sometimes you should listen. Sometimes not. Welcome, guys. Uh, happy happy birthday to America with you. Don't I need to hear the, the theme song? No. Oh, we're doing that separately? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to play the song twice in the episode. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, so you all have heard the song, but I haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to hear the theme song. I'm done babying you. Okay. But speaking of songs, Uncle Rob, the other day we had an experience writing a song together. Yeah. It was an interesting one. It's the first song I've ever written. I, I'm, I'm not going to say songs the same. Before. I'm going to say it's the best song I've ever written. That's a that's a good point. I mean, we've had many years of practice, or you have. Yeah. So All those love songs you wrote for girlfriends and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So we have the recording for you guys. Mm-hmm. We have the the recording of the actual us writing the song process. We're not sure exactly sure what we're gonna do with that quite yet. Yeah, but not sure. We have the song for you guys, and everything in this song was recorded in that one session. Yeah. So all of the drums and stuff were just things that we had available in the room, like a ganjo and a guitar, and we beat on those for the drums. Yeah, we beat them up. Beat them up good. There's all sorts of sound effects in there, like there's a chime sound effect that Rob did that was very good. (laughs) The the cowbell? Did we put the cowbell in? the, The cowbell made it in there. Did we put the Pledge of Allegiance? That's what we should have started this this episode with. I mean, it is in the song, so it does get said. Oh, okay. Then we're good. (laughs) I just haven't pledged today. (laughs) All right. Well, go (laughs) ahead. I don't want to keep you from your daily pledge. (laughs) I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God. Under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Talk about these fucking liberals taking out the God. (laughs) 
Jesus. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I think here's the song. If you don't want to hear it, it's about four hours long. Just under five minutes long if you want to skip it. That yeah. is not as much as we recorded, I don't believe. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> Play a little bit of it. This is a song about love. Not just any love. A love between a man and a woman. Freedom and America. When an eagle flies high in the sky Like an American man with a wiener in his hand Drinking a PBR, jerking a movie stars. An American man soars all across his land. Cause freedom is a man doing the best he can to show America how much he cares for her. American woman with her star-spangled banner all across her land. I'm proud to be an American cause this land is your land. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue loves her. America. Fuck yeah. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America <laughs> and to the Fuck republic for yeah. which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Fuck yeah. He loves her states, her cities, her beer, her titties, all the things that make America pretty. God bless this American woman with her star-spangled banner all across her land. I'm proud to be an American, cause this land is your land, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Became a 13, yeah. grew 13 to 25, that that around now, 52 we've arrived, Fuck this land is yes. our land, the land of the free, we grow on bold and brave, we're a griffin to a country, yes. a long time ago Francis Scott Key wrote a poem, but fuck flags, it's about you and me, Fuck yes. yeah, separated we break and we can't defeat hate, but united we stand, Fuck yes. take a step back, admire her glory, close your eyes and listen, let her tell you a story, Fuck yes. follow me if you want to fill your heart with pride i've got a url to bring a tear to your eye bit dot l y forward slash are you sky really <laughs> follow that link it's it's a pretty good image fuck yeah <laughs> now freedom loves america and america loves freedom and this song was written 
just so me and my friend Tyler can show our love for both freedom and America. Happy birthday, America. God bless America. God bless America. God bless this American woman with her star-spangled banner all across the land. I'm proud to be an American because this land is your land. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Fuck yeah. Knock, knock, motherfucker. <laughs> Who's that? Freedom. Freedom. I'm sure you can make something good about that. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, oh, God, it's going, it's going again. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Instant hit. <laughs> that was what Rob and I did over this past week. Yeah. It, it was fun. It turned out pretty good. I think we have something to hit the top charts, billboard charts. Oh, we're going to be sure. we're going to be on the radio for sure. Yeah. I definitely think we should send that to some uh to some record producers or something. Yeah. You think so? Send it to the send it to the people at uh, Facebook or YouTube. Let's get that thing trending. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, email them here. Trend this. <laughs> so, so, Uncle Rob. Oh, all right. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm feeling. I'm feeling the freedom. Are you I'm feeling the justice? I'm feeling That's- the history. Oh, okay. And I'm ready to change it. I mean, I'm feeling pretty American as well. Yeah. I did. How? I did one of the most American activities you can do this past two weeks. What? Build a deck? Building a deck. <laughs> you need Why to is build that the most a place American? to go barbecue and shit. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Deck is a very American, very, very American dream. You know they Absolutely. never they always leave it out of out of that saying. You know I want to live the American dream, have the white picket fence, three point five kids or whatever. <laughs> but they never talk about they never talk about three point five kids and a great a deck. deck to barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other point fives, the deck. Yeah, that's your other child, your other half child. I mean, I've put just about as much work as I will into a child on this deck. <laughs> It's been a lot of work. Two weeks of raising. That's all you're going to ever do on, on no, a child. I'm, I'm saying I did 18 years of work on this deck in two weeks. <laughs> it was hard. I'm sure it was. It was very hot this last two weeks. Yeah, it was. Yesterday was a scorcher. I had a bunch of errands that I needed to do, and yeah. I didn't do them because I didn't want to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Just was like... I. I, I woke up early and went outside, and I was like, nope, not doing this. Back yeah, it, to the video games. It was fucking brutal. Yeah. 
I am <sighs> sure it was. I got I did end up going somewhere yesterday, but I went at like eight o'clock at night because I was like, oh, it'll cool down because <laughs> I needed to get some groceries. Fun yeah. story, Rob getting groceries. Um, <laughs> but by the time that I got to the grocery store, I was my back was dripping sweat. I know that's gross, but I was just sitting in my car and my back was dripping sweat. I will say the truck doesn't have air conditioning, so it was just, you know, windows down, but still. <sighs> so I, I have two things that I wanted to talk about for this week for our segment. Wait, wait. I don't know if the microphone picked this up, but I don't know if you heard that in the background. What? But I had just heard the sound of a firework. <laughs> it's a sign from America herself. She she wants us to record this episode. I don't know if you can hear it, but a tear just strolled down my cheek of pride. <laughs> so there's two topics that I wanted to cover this week in... One of them is kind of part of our segment of uh, a wasted topics. Wasted topics. Wasted topics. And the other okay. one kind of isn't. But our first topic that I wanted to talk about was the other day. Oh, at, well, I'll give a little background. Every day at work. I will message Rob because he can't be trusted to check his clock to see when it's time to punch out for lunchtime. He will yeah. just keep working forever. Mm-hmm. I'm a good boy. So I will often message him some variant of lunchtime. And then I like to play with it. And so the other day I sent him a message just saying, Sue! And he... he Can you spell that? Because just so everyone knows how to spell it, because I didn't hear the sound effect of Sui. I I I saw it it, spelled. I I spelled it S-O-O-O-O-U-U-U-U-I-I-I-I-E-E-E-E. Sui. And so he he didn't understand what I was saying. Then I explained that it was like people use it as like a, a cattle call or on a farm. They use it to call in the animals for like eating time. And he was like, I think they just use a triangle or a cowbell for that. And I said, no, I'm pretty sure. And so uncle Rob, I have a clip I wanted to play for you. Okay. And this, Perfect. this should give you a little bit of, uh, of some Illinois pride because this is, this is a contest that happens at, the Illinois State Fair. Perfect. Of a pig calling contest. Mm, but not cattle. Not cattle. <laughs> um, all right. So this gentleman has is a three-state champion pig caller. <laughs> He's been on the Steve Harvey show. Oh. what? <laughs> and that's all we'll play from that clip wait do the do the pigs actually come to that no it's just a it's just a voter's choice of what's made them laugh or whatever the most so that's so so the so the pig calling is a is a is a down home comedy show. <laughs> well, the pig calling is because, like I said, it's a known thing on farms 
for people to say sweet. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't say that that wasn't time to like the pigs didn't actually listen to the call. Yeah, but they people know that they do. People know that who do? That the pigs listen. But that's, that's that doesn't prove universal anything. farm call for pigs. I I don't think it actually calls any pigs. I'd like to see it call some pigs. I wouldn't what? listen to that. You're not a pig. I just made a face saying, well. <laughs> oh, Uncle Rob. And so our other topic, Uncle Rob, we have a nemesis. We have a nemesis? Who also I goes was... by Uncle Rob. I've never heard of this nemesis. How do you, how, how, how what? We have who a do nemesis. I gotta, who do I got to beat up? He's a he's kind of a much more famous on YouTube Uncle Rob. And he goes by Uncle Rob. Kind of related to 4th of July here. There's an Uncle Rob on YouTube that blows shit up. Well, I mean, are you sure it's not me? <laughs> yes, I am positive. I've been known to, to blow shit up before. <laughs> not since I've known you. Well, I keep, I keep my... Your explosions to yourself. My... My explosions to myself, yeah. Wait, so who is this? So Uncle Rob is a YouTuber. Yep. All he does is blow shit up? I believe so. How many fo- How many subscribers does he have? Uncle Rob has 65 videos, 213,000 followers or subscribers. What? Yep. Wait, his, his 213,000? Yeah. And he only has 65 videos? Yeah. His his description is life hack, home improvement, and DIY expert tips. However, let, let's go through the the different videos video, here. He's got video titles. Uh, yeah, so we got fifty five gallon drum filled with gasoline. Colon, how to fix broken internet. Tyler, what? I've watched these videos before. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yes. I know who this guy is. <laughs> He's our nemesis, Uncle Rob. I'm going to... He's we're stealing. Gonna... He's, he's... I mean, I guess technically he's not stealing because he's probably also an Uncle Rob, but he's stealing our brand. All he's right, our well, nemesis. Here, That's all there is to say. We got, we got it. So for the nemesis, we are going to... I think we should turn it around a little bit. Can we... Get him as a guest? Hopefully. I, I think we should contact this man. I, I I think so, too. I'm legitimate, like, thinking about it right now. <laughs> he sounds like a nice guy. He blow, he fixes things for people. So do I. I fix their, I fix their moral and, and their relationship and their social problems and then and they've and he fixed their everyday diy problems badly we both do it badly too (laughs) yeah i i think it'd be a good fit yeah would you like to give us some questions i would let's get those american questions that everyone had been sending in yay questions i'm gonna go ahead and say here uncle rob I'm very glad that you didn't try and do a theme song right there since I have a very small amount of time to put this episode up. No problem. <laughs> America questions. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you're a real bastard. You're a real son of a bitch, Uncle Rob. 
All right. What should I, I suppose probably list of presidents, huh? For the names here. Yeah, probably. Let's see how many presidents Tyler remembers. Yeah. We'll go with, uh, (laughs) this question comes from J. Edgar Hoover. Why did camels never catch on in the South like they did in every other desert? (laughs) (laughs) There are camels in the desert. Tyler wrote them in Las Vegas. No, I didn't, Uncle Rob. We went over this. I feel like there was probably not as many people trying to live in the desert because like... um, Because it wasn't our only option. Yeah, it wasn't the only option. There was no people just deciding to live in the desert at that point and before... You know, and we had horses and stuff, and I think by the time people were, <laughs> by the can time, can you imagine cowboys on camels? It would be pretty funny. <laughs> I think by the time that by the time that people were settling in the desert, we had cars and stuff. So, and I don't think camels are native to the United States. So, <laughs> that's the real answer. Um, but what if... Out of there, I got my six-shooter and my spit-shooter. Could you imagine, with all of the stuff that is just so iconic to cowboys and stuff like that, could you imagine them riding the camels around? Imagine how it would have changed. Yeah, it'd be better. <laughs> just how, how <laughs> lame it would have been. Because <laughs> people think about... People think about their... The, the cowboys riding alongside a train, getting ready to rob it or whatever, you know? Now yeah. put camels into it, and then it just instantly becomes a comedy. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So it's better, Uncle Rob. I'm saying if we replaced all circumstances of horses with camels, everything would be so much happier. And I don't think I'm allergic to camels. Exactly. I mean, I've never, I've well, only ridden a camel once. When did you ride a camel? At the Boone County Fair. When We had camels? Yeah, every year they have a camel ride there. Man, fairs are a buck wild place. <laughs> I pet a t- I pet a tiger there too. Pet a tiger. You rode a camel. They have a- pig calling alligators. contests. <laughs> you once rode a camel at a county fair, and I once saw Billing Vol at a county fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are on the same level. Here's your sign. <laughs> I don't get Look, it. Look, I'm I'm stealing jokes. <laughs> It wasn't, I'm going to be honest, fair. it wasn't very good. Well, yeah, he's not a very good comedian. He's, he, he's, the dude that he's, warmed up the crowd was a lot funnier than he was. He's uh, riding on the coattails of, of Jeff Foxworthy and, uh, and, and Ron White and, I guess, Larry the Cable Guy, who's also not very good. But, I mean, he also just has that one joke that he keeps doing. <laughs> and that's all I mean, he does. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, though, like... Billingvall and Ron White are definitely the closest to actual stand-up comedy. Well, Ron White is Ron White is a legitimately good comedian. Sure. I don't think I don't think that we can say anything he's not, bad about Ron he, White. He's at least not gimmicky. No. He may not I mean he's got his gimmick of always pouring a, uh, himself a drink and having his cigar, but that's just stage presence. That's not a joke. That's just something he wants to fucking do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he would be doing that anyways. Yeah. Um, but I mean like obviously Jeff Foxworthy's got the you might be a redneck. Redneck. Uh Larry the Cable Guy's got his entire his entire stand up routine. <laughs> Get her done. 
Well, I mean, you know, what I was thinking about the other it's, day. It's him as work. a person. His entire character on stage is a gimmick. Oh yeah, it's a character. That's not his real. That's not his real personality. Yeah, but I was saying uh, with with Larry the Cable Guy. Um, the the other day, someone posted a, or someone shared an image of of Larry the Cable Cable Guy, like a meme of Larry the Cable Guy saying "Get her done at work" in an email chain. Oh Jesus! And I, and I laughed real hard. Because I'm just like, it said get her done. And I'm just like, do they know what get her done means? <laughs> but the get her done, like the saying, is is talking about having sex with fat chicks and ugly chicks. Because someone's got to get her done. Yeah. Because they need sex too. That's the joke around get her done. Well, that, that was like, <laughs> I think that's how the original joke was. That was the first one. And then it developed into... But it became into something that some so get her done means something that when he says it, it means, oh, well, you you have to do it. It's just an obligation of being a human being. So that's why he says get her done. Right. But it's that's why he says it. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I think it developed into something more. Eh, I guess. I think he ran out of out of times that he could say. The root one. cause of get her done yes. is just. <laughs> so this question comes to us from. Uh, we'll go FDR. FDR writes. Why did so many states declare milk as their official beverage in the 80s? Huh. I did not know that. So let's figure out why, why, why so many states declared milk as their I'm I'm gonna go ahead and cut out the part where you said you didn't know that. Why? Because you obviously know it. You're about to give an answer. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, this is I'm rewriting history here. This is how, what really happened. So, <laughs> Tyler, I know you're not drinking beers that fast. Are you just opening beers? So why did so many states? declare milk as their state beverages in the 80s. I want to say, here's the reason. In the 80s, it became a thing that people started putting faces of missing children on the milk cartons. Oh, boy. So I think that I think that so many states declared the milk as their official beverage so that they... So that they could uh, raise awareness of all the missing children. They were like, we need people to buy more milk so we can find these missing kids. <laughs> and what gets people to buy things more than state pride? I have cardinal everything just because of our state bird. What do you mean you have cardinal everything? I have cardinal shirts, cardinal sheets, cardinal stickers. I have a cardinal license plate. I have a cardinal on the side of my truck. I have a cardinal. <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? Pants. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I have all these things with cardinals on them because There's I love Illinois. There's a cardinal Illinois. on the side of your truck. Yes. Where? Right by the plumber. Is there? No, Tyler. <laughs> Jesus. I was explaining state pride. <laughs> You were questioning it. <laughs> oh, I was. I got distracted, and I came in halfway through, and I was very confused. I'm sorry. So yeah, they did it for state pride to uh, find all of the 
find all of the missing children. I don't know if that's state pride. I think that's just like no, a, they, they that's what I was saying that state pride gets people to buy things. That's why I was saying that I have so many cardinals because it's the Illinois state bird. What does that have to do with missing You're children? Too drunk time. What does that have to do with the missing children? <laughs> missing children were put on the side of milk cartons. Uh-huh. States made milk the official beverage of their states. Uh-huh. State pride dictated the citizens of their state to buy more milk so that they could find the missing children. So missing children are the state beverage. Missing <laughs> children are the state beverage. Yes, they are. I don't know where the question or FDR got his information from, but it was not changed to milk in the 80s. It was changed to missing children. Hey, Uncle Rob, Andrew Jackson would like to know if you've got a job for us this week. I do have a job for us. I don't think... No, Andrew Jackson was a president. <laughs> Hamilton was never a president. <laughs> Correct. Here's our job for the week. And here's your sign. It is in Anaheim, California. Mm-hmm. At Disney Parks and Resorts. It is for a pyrotechnician. Individuals in a pyrotechnician role are responsible for setup and firing of pyrotechnic shows and effects in a variety of venues. Pyrotechnicians work directly with entertainment division teams to generate appropriate fixtures, programs, and procedures to support shows. Skills that you will need. Loading pyrotechnic devices. Firing pyrotechnic devices. (laughs) Strike pyro and sets. Build pyro fixtures as needed. Rehab fixtures and raceways between shows as needed. Driving mechanized transportation, including lifts and skiffs. Receiving and inventory of pyrotechnic devices. I think that we need to we need to think a little bit bigger on this. Bigger, yes. I mean... We need to yeah. go bombs instead of fire fireworks well, no i i was just thinking so you want to bomb disney no is that what i'm not hearing? at all <laughs> not even a little bit so uncle rob i know you've never been to disney nope but i've i've been to both disney parks now they have fireworks every day don't they yes they have they have at least an evening show every day sometimes they do a like a couple in the afternoon and stuff as well so every night Disney puts on a a fireworks show. They well they put on this big huge like show. It's not just fireworks. There's all sorts of like projections and character actors and stuff that are involved in this whole thing. The entire okay. the entire production for Disney in Orlando the the wishes the they have a couple different uh couple different shows and the one titled wishes that one costs anywhere from 41,000 to 55,000 a night jesus christ yes they're wasting so much money it's not a waste because they're making that back uncle rob i mean it's still a waste this this that show costs them 18.25 million a year i'm pretty sure they make maybe a maybe half that in a day? Yeah. They make a million dollars a day? At least. 
I would say they, they make at least four a day. Just on the Disney parks? Yes. Boy. Yeah. No wonder they could afford to buy Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying I think we need to think bigger. I think we need to plan our own Disney show. Plan our own Disney show? Yes. Like what fireworks should be in it? Well, plan the fireworks, plan what's going to happen. So, like, the one that I just saw when I went to California last year, the only thing that I remember is Tinkerbell flying across the sky while fireworks fired in the background. I think we How is Tinkerbell flying through the sky? She's on some sort of uh, wire rail system. It was a real person? It was a real person. That's dangerous as fuck. Well, the fireworks were... Probably oh farther away yeah. from her. It just okay. but because of how big they are and how soon they explode, it looks like they're very close. Got it. I would hate living close to Disney. <laughs> yeah, I. Well, I mean, the fireworks show goes off at I think like nine. Well, I mean, it goes off once the sun's down. So. Yeah, that's bedtime. <laughs> Bullshit, Robbins. We're ten minutes to nine right now. Shh. I need to go to bed in 10 minutes. <laughs> Do I need to start getting quieter so I can? No. Well, I'm not trying, not for ASMR. I know that that's not for you, but do I need to start bringing it down just so you're not, you're So you're I fall racing? asleep on the recording? Well, no, not so you fall asleep, but just to calm me down a little bit. Oh, I'm calm. You're calm? Let's, let's plan this fireworks show. So what do we want in our fireworks show? What's your favorite Disney character that you think should be put into a fireworks show hmm i'd love to see pegasus pegasus yeah we can do we can do all of the animal companions of all of the stars of disney oh, shows. can i scratch disney... that i'd love to see phil oh so we can do all of the comic relief of all the well no not all uh, I'm, like we'll just randomly pick and choose like because what they do is they they have so when you walk into disney on main street it's you walk yeah. up and you see the castle okay so when you're looking at the end of the night you're looking at the castle and they project all these sorts of things onto the castle all right they project all these scenes and stuff and they have these they have voices and stuff going on and like there's okay. like there's it's it's a, a real show like there's there's character actors there's all sorts of like scenes and stuff playing out as visuals all over projections and there's fireworks that show up and they create images and stuff. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But what does this have to do with Phil? I'm just saying that the only (laughs) character that I remember seeing was Tinkerbell. I think you want a Phil oriented. No, not not Phil oriented. I'm just saying you asked me what, what character I'd like to see in it. Yeah. Phil's underrated. I want to see what, who, who do you want to have? Who do you want to have as the star of the fireworks show? Well, you only show? asked me about one, so I was just listing one. So who would you like to see as well? I want to see Goofy. Okay. But I'm sure Goofy's gotten a little bit of love in those fireworks shows, right? Mm, I'm sure he's done a bit of the voice stuff. But, I mean, mm. Goofy's walking around all day. Oh, that's true. I love Goofy, though. He's my favorite. Yeah, Goofy's a good one. Uh, how do we get our scouts this job? I think you need to plan this show. Oh, that, so I'm getting this job? Okay. No, not you. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that <laughs> you need... What do you want me to do, Tyler? <laughs> I don't understand anymore. 
You do what we're about to do, Uncle Rob. You, you the scouts want to get this I... job. You do what you and I are doing right now. You create a new show. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you take your budget of 41 million or 41,000 yeah. rather. Okay. And you got you got red, white and blue fireworks up in the sky for America cuz fuck Disney anymore. We're not doing Disney. This is this is America's day. So, there's going to be red, white and blue. We're going to have the American princess in there, Tiana. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to she's going to be floating around the sky and then she's going to turn into a frog halfway Uh-oh. through mid-flight. Okay. Okay. And they're like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then right at the end of the show, they have fireworks showing a frog and a prince kissing. And then it, then the prince tears, like, it, it reaches up to its his head and he takes off his hair because it was a wig and it reveals that it was Giselle from Enchanted, another American and then, princess. <laughs> and then they... And then... They both then, turn back into and then humans. They make out, cause. <laughs> <sighs> I think we lost the plot on that one. All right, let's <laughs> one more again. We got this. One more again. What? You want? Oh, I assumed that you wanted to start it over. No. Let's just go on. <laughs> well, that was a shame. We talked about the we talked about the ins and outs of the firework industry and the Disney uh, pyrotechnic shows enough. I think there's enough stuff there for the scouts to get a job. They really know how it works now, <laughs> and you just got you just got to come up with some creative ideas, like ours. Giselle and Tiana making out up in the sky, turning into frogs, turning back into humans, turning back into frogs. Who knows where it's going to end up? Uh, Uncle Rob, I'm sorry that I I disgraced our our segment. Disgraced it? What do you mean you disgraced it? But I think that's a pretty good segue into somebody who else is disgraced in this country. <laughs> Jesus. So... <laughs> Uh, Benjamin Harrison writes, A few weeks ago, a friend and I were using one of our go-to pickup moves of pretending to be soldiers in the military on leave to pick up girls. It got me laid, but it wasn't worth the cost. This girl got very attached very quickly and was with me about every day for some at some point for about a week and a half, where I kept up the bullshit stories about being a soldier and the like. Things got complicated when I agreed to go to church with her. It being my first time going to one, the preacher guy or whatever, he gave a special dedication to me for the service. And I pretty much got a standing ovation, and all I could do was play up the hero card. Shortly thereafter, this girl found out that I was not a soldier through some online stalking and found out that I have a long-distance girlfriend. She's threatening to oust me to her unless I apologize to the whole congregation. The problem is, I'm not sorry at all. I don't want to apologize. But I also don't want I also want to get away with cheating on my girlfriend. Do I sack up and take the public shaming of my sins or 
Do I threaten to show this girl's very religious father this very dirty text she sent me to get her off my case? Thanks. Listen here, fuckhead. That's stolen valor. Exactly. So <laughs> that is a very the least American thing to to do, and you should really have thought about sending that in to us on our American Day because you knew we would we would call you out on that shit. <laughs> I mean, who knows if he actually was thinking we'd read it on our American Day, but uh. That's True. what we gone and did. That's what we gone and did. You need to go in front of the church and God, and you need to tell them that you are not a soldier and you used or an American, and then you need to fucking or an leave. American, and you need to show them that you used your fake soldierness to pick up chicks, and that you're cheating on your girlfriend with them. You can go ahead and show the the dad those pic, the dirty texts that the daughter sent because you know what, she didn't break the law. If you if this wasn't an anonymous question, I feel like we might be <laughs> obligated to <laughs> turn that person in, right? Uh, I don't know. Huh. I mean, neither one of us are a uh, a mandated reporter. But that's breaking. Just, I don't know if oh, that would right. count for True. this. I don't know. But I feel like I would feel obligated. To. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But yeah, you you gotta you gotta fess up to that. Why do you want to get away with cheating on your girlfriend? I don't understand this. Uh, this is that is the it, it, uh, yeah. Why do you? What were you thinking, dude? I you, I have no clue, man. Me neither, Uncle Rob. That's, that's some shady shit. You better apologize to everyone involved, and you better hope that that uh, they don't contact any any officials. <laughs> it's got like a serious uh, consequence for that. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty serious. I don't know, because it's it's kind of like impersonating an officer. Yeah, but worse. <laughs> yeah, because it's just more shameful. Yeah. Because I don't know what the direct benefits of it are. Yeah. Uh, Grover Cleveland. Grover? <laughs> He's my favorite president just because of his name. Grover Cleveland. Grover! Tyler's favorite president. Grover Cleveland. <laughs> Who came up with the name United States of America? And were there any alternative names? So I'm guessing the person who came up with the United States of America. It's got to be. It's got to be like. George Washington, right? He came up with the name, but here's some here's some of the ridiculous names that the other founding fathers came up with. Benjamin Franklin. He was like, oh, let's call this Frankland. <laughs> he was he was hard on trying to get everyone to call it Frankland. <laughs> Do you blame him? No, I don't. That'd be great. Frankland. That's where we're from. hell yeah um thomas jefferson he was real he was he was really into calling this the united states weed city weed city which doesn't make any sense well he, he was very fond of getting uh getting toked with the french yeah 
Yeah, he was he was a big fan of the French, and and getting uh, getting blitzed with them, getting blitzed with them. So he wanted to call it like Weed City or Mar- <laughs> marijuana marijuana marijuanaville. He was also States. a big Jimmy Buffett fan. Yeah, <laughs> marijuanaville. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton, he he wanted to call it Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> It was a toss-up. He either wanted to name it Lin-Manuel Miranda or Eliza to make it up for cheating on yeah. his wife. Right, right, and right. something right, you right. should think about. Last president I named the last question asker. <laughs> I forgot what it was, too. Uh, Benjamin, Benjamin Harrison. Yes, Benjamin Harrison. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, we're going to either call it Lin-Manuel Miranda. Just really like that name. Not sure why. Yeah. Just really do. And or Eliza after my so wife. Do you, oh boy! So do you think that Alexander Hamilton was some sort of sooth seeker? Oh, for sure. He was some he, sort of future. He had some sort of future insight. Yeah, and it wasn't like it wasn't like he could see the future, but I think that I think that like you know he could sense it in his bones. He was like, I don't know why I like this name, hmm. but something tells me it's important to me. Something tells me he's going to that that this name. And my name will become synonymous with each other. Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> the founding father, <laughs> wanted to call the United States the honest states of America. He was big on telling the truth. You know, sure. honest day. Yeah. So he he wanted to make it like for he wanted, you know, instead of the First Amendment being, you know, speech religion blah 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 he was like first amendment everyone tells the truth all the time punishable by death and you know he wasn't lying about that he was willing to kill any liars yeah he was willing to kill any liars that's what happened that's what happened to um george washington yeah he killed abraham lincoln killed george washington true it's not it's not it's not very known but Old Lincoln did. Uh, Hoover wanted to call it Hooverville. <laughs> That's why everyone was always talking about all those Hoovervilles and stuff. He he wanted to call the whole country Hooverville. And now what's he got? A dam? Yeah. So, Uncle Rob, I do have a question that's coming from not a president this week. Mm-hmm. I got two questions, actually, coming from the Golden Nephew. Oh, perfect. Hi, Kibber. So... First of all, Kibber writes, what happened in 1812? Uh, a lot of things happened in 1812. Yeah. There was a war. I think uh, that 1812? was I think that was the year that um that Gordon Gecko tried to take over uh Zimbabwe. Yeah. Gordon Gecko tried to take over Zimbabwe. Yeah. The the Canadian province of Zimbabwe. Yes. They actually, right? they actually yeah. raised it. It was a, it was a very fun way of taking over. Actually, they had a uh, a slalom race. <laughs> and Gordon Gecko was what the tenth president of the United States? Yes. Yeah, yeah. President Gecko. President Gecko wanted to have. He was in a he was in a slalom race against the Prime Minister of Canada. Mm-hmm. 
he was the pusher. I mean, I don't know if you've ever. It, it was a, a a duple slalom. A duple. A duple slalom. slalom. It, it was. What's a duple slalom? When you, it's it's like a three legged race mixed with a slalom. Okay. So it was Gordon Gecko and uh, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. They they were teamed up, and it was okay. uh, against the Prime Minister of Canada, who is Ryan Reynolds. And the vice prime minister was sent Justin Bieber. Yeah. The two most famous Canadians. Right. Because who better to run the country than a celebrity? You tell me. I think it's going pretty great so far. Anyway. <laughs> so when they went into this race, they got into all sorts of shenanigans. We're talking banana peels. We're talking yeah. jacks in the road. Mm-hmm. Oil slicks. Oil slicks. Smoke screens. Smoke screens. It was a real wacky races of a slalom. It's true. So, yeah, there was the slalom race uh, of Mario Kart Double Dash style mixed with wacky races. I think even Muttley and Dick Dasterly were there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I believe so. That sounds right. And they were all, they were all racing to see who would win the War of 1812. Uh, you know, you know who ended up winning? America. Supernan. Because we win, because we win all wars. <laughs> it was Supernan, Uncle Rob. I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, it was. Yeah. Well, he's American. Uh, Supernan is a grandma. Oh, Supernan. Supernan. I thought you were saying Superman. Nope, Supernan. <laughs> Supernan won. Okay. Was well, she American? No, that's a Canadian cartoon. Oh. Is that a real Canadian cartoon? Yep. I'm well, gonna ask Kibber about Super Nan. Uh, it's it's an older <laughs> one. I don't know if he's heard of it. Oh, Kibber said that he didn't know anything about bagged milk. <laughs> so, what? Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> Uncle Rob, I've got a few more questions, really quick. But mm-hmm. I do just want to jump into another segment of Unky How. Need to know how to do it, Unky How. Unky How. So this week on Unky How. It has a, it is titled Unky How, colon, Grillin' with Papa. All right. I mean, we're not going to go through an article this week. We're just going to, this is my grill tips for you. This is, that's an American thing. I've been building a deck all week just so I can grill out. All right, yeah. So I'm going to go through some do's and don'ts. Is that okay? Oh, the War of 1812 is when, when the Canadians burned down the White House. Is it? Yeah. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, boy, Kibber. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's trying to say something. Kibber, you can't be the golden nephew if you're going to be a terrorist. Yeah. We don't negotiate with terrorists. We don't. Okay. So, first, we'll just go back and forth. Okay. Things that you should do when you're grilling. When grilling a full fish, go ahead and stuff that big mouth motherfucker and you're going to take some old fishing wire and tie that bad boy up. Keep the fixing insides. Flip them over on that hot fire. Speaking of hot fire, lighter fluid? Don't be such a ninny pansy ass motherfucker. Lighter fluid's a waste of money. Good old It's good old charcoal or nothing. And need gasoline. Little, need a little pick-me-up? Take one teaspoon of gasoline out. That's gas grilling. That's the only gas grilling there is. <laughs> Things you don't do. I got a WikiHow article right here titled, How to Grill an Eggplant. 
You don't. You Why don't not? do it. Because this is America. You do meats on a grill. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like even an American would eat an eggplant if it was grilled. I got an another American one right would here. Eat any food if it was grilled. I got another one here. How to grill mm-hmm. an avocado? You don't. <laughs> How to grill a mushroom? You don't. How yeah, to grill fuck a, vegetables. How to grill asparagus? You don't. I don't care how delicious it is. I love grilled asparagus. I don't care how delicious it is. You don't. Yeah, fuck vegetables. This is America. We eat meat and hostess. Yeah. (laughs) Now, you got to trust me on this one. Coffee. Coffee grounds make for a great rub on your steaks and fish like salmon. You want to get your coffee grounds as thin as the UNICEF commercial. I have it written here. Coffee grounds as thin as a UNICEF commercial? Yeah, I have written here. Pause for laughter. I don't get the que- I don't get the joke. I'm sorry. Are UNICEF commercials short or thin? That's the one. Oh, right, 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 right. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> I paused for laughter as well. <laughs> Just thin enough so that those crazy Turks will go crazy for it. Turkish coffee has grounds in it oh they like coffee grounds they have yeah they're they brew their coffee and don't really remove the grounds Ugh. yep That's uh gross. they love that shit in their tea first now you're gonna want to combine that their coffee powder with some brown sugar some salt and pepper and you got yourself a good rub going Rub that piece of meat like you're leafing through the lady section of a Sears catalog. Leave it sit for 15 minutes. Throw that sweet steak on direct heat for about 90 seconds per side. Get that perfect sear going. Don't leave it on the direct heat. Your steak can be one color and one color only. If that steak is anything less than the split of a woman, you've gone and disgraced your grill and America. Fucking Tyler. Are you... Is this something that you just wrote up? Or is this actually in the Unky How? That's all I've got. Those are just grilling tips. Those are actual tips I've got for you. Oh, okay. So we have a new segment. This wasn't Unky How. This was grilling tips with Tyler. Well, there were grilling tips about the, the how to grill avocado, eggplant, mushrooms, and asparagus was Unky How. Oh, they said not to grill those? No, they said how to grill those. And I say don't. Oh. Oh, got it. The rest of them were my I actual think I, grilling tips. I think I like this as a segment. Grilling tips with Tyler. Grilling tips with Papa. Grilling tips with Papa. <laughs> Perfect. We'll we'll pick a new meat for you next week. We, it was very fish-centric today, this week. Well, this, this one was steak and fish. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Dwight D. Eisenhower writes, Are cows really happier in California? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that that is a weird thing for for California to claim that cows are happier in California. What is the metric on a cow's happiness? I didn't see it, one cow while I was in California. That's very true. I mean, you don't really think like when you think of California, you do not think of cows other than from the commercials for for the dairy farms in California, right? But when you think of dairy farms and like where where milk is made, what do you think? You think of our neighbors to our to the north between Canada and us, Wisconsin. Yeah. There that's where cows are happier, right? 
I would assume I mean, so. Maybe in California they put less magnets in their stomach. But cuz I got to imagine that 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 can't be that can't feel good, right? Having a magnet in your stomach? Well, I I I can't imagine that hurt that is less comfortable than than the nails and stuff. That... The, the nails and stuff that you <laughs> swallowed the reason of the magnet being there. <laughs> I guess that's true. How do they get it out, though? I don't want to think don't about that. No, me neither. I've I've always thought it was crazy oh, because absolutely. I feel like I feel like a magnet in the stomach doesn't stop the nail from being rusty and pointy. If anything, I feel like it creates more danger because it puts a a little tiny spiked ball into their stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? What I know is what it, it is. Weed's legal in California. Oh, those cows. They feed those cows. The good grass. The good grass. (laughs) That kind grass. They're just over there. (laughs) Just just mooing in in pure delight. (laughs) They feel nothing. So what if there's a bunch of nails in my stomach? <laughs> hey, farmers, why are there so many random nails around where you feed your yeah. animals? What are you doing? Why don't you run a Why don't you run a magnet through the feeding trough? <laughs> <laughs> Get the nails before the cows eat them. <laughs> well, I think it's because cows eat grass, Uncle Rob. Well, run magnets through the grass. Keep magnets on the bottom of your tractors so they pick up all the nails. That's fair. Yeah. Problem solved. No more magnets in the cow's stomachs, all right? Come on, farmers. There's probably reasons for it, and we just don't know. But I think my plan is better. <laughs> I think there's way cooler stuff you could put inside a cow's stomach, though. Like what? Like, if we're gonna if we're gonna keep putting like metals and shit in there, like start start like making them swallow like blenders and shit. Why? Why? Then you then you get whipped cream. What? Yeah, that that you get. No, you whipped, get whipped stomach acid and, and grass. Whipped cream coming direct out the cow. <laughs> That's a never-ending whipped cream canister, Uncle Rob. Tyler, I think I need to teach you how the how anatomy works. The cream doesn't come from the stomach, Tyler. You don't know. I do know. I'm Uncle Rob. So yeah, so cows you, are definitely happier in California because they're high. It helps with their anxiety. Wildrow Wilson writes, Is it true that there's really a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence? I don't think I can share that secret. It breaks my oath. Your oath? As a what? As It just breaks my oath, Tyler. James K. Polk writes, <laughs> Could America have won the Revolutionary War without the French? No, it couldn't. Yes, they could. We are Americans. I'm sorry, Uncle Rob. I love America, but no, we couldn't have. We could have done it. It would have taken longer, but we could have done it. We would have died before then. We were down to so little men. You know what, Tyler? We are Americans. And at that point, we were barely Americans. We were basically British. But we had spunk. We had tenacity. We had... We had a a fire in our bellies that screamed for freedom. And we probably needed the French to (laughs) to win the Revolutionary (laughs) War. 
if it wasn't for uh, that uh, that fire in the American belly, th- there would be no Revolutionary War. I'd be talking. Oh, I have the hiccups. I'd be talking with a British accent right now on this podcast, which would be great for us. We'd be so but, famous. We'd be so famous. But yeah, we would have needed the French. But I think that we could have done it. Maybe in a few extra years, maybe had a few more babies, you know, had them grow up and have them start fighting, you know. Last question of our day, Uncle Rob. Last question. President Calvin Coolidge would like to know, Uncle Rob, can you name all 50 and their capitals? Do you know the song? I've told you before. I I know the, that there is a song in my head that I can go through all of the states alphabetically, but I always get tripped up when I get to North and South, North Dakota and the South Dakota, because I always want to put them next to each other, even though they're not next to each other alphabetically. Cause it's Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Hold Colorado. On. You are not singing it. The United States, the United States. I love my country. The United States. There's Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, and Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, and Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, and Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Missouri, Montana. Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, Nevada, New Jersey, other things. That's where I get fucked up, North Dakota. (laughs) And you know the rest. (laughs) Capitals, that'd be be difficult for me. I think I could, if I had a good long think about it, I could do it. But man, not not on the podcast. It would take a while. Illinois is Springfield. California is Sacramento. New York is Buffalo. Uh, Colorado is Denver. Florida is Tallahassee. You keep going through all the ones that you can think of, and I'm going to go through the outro, okay? Okay. We'd like to thank Josh Lasko and 11 Acorn Lane for everything Alaska they do for this program. is Juno. Thank you guys so much for sending us in your American questions. Washington is Salem? We, or maybe Oregon is Salem. Uh, Salem is Oregon. can't exist without you guys, and we the amount of support that we've gotten for you guys is absolutely astounding. Um, if you'd like to contact us, you can go to our website, aryusite.com. You can Indiana write us an email at aryusite. Michigan. At G- I just fucked that is up. Aryucast at Gmail. I think our Michigan phone number is 413 99 Uncle. Minnesota. You can contact Uncle Rob on Twitter at the Rob Bullock, and I'm at Tyler underscore church. New Mexico is Albuquerque. Arizona is Phoenix. So that's what you do it for us. <laughs> Here's your sign. <laughs>